Are you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Today, our featured guest is Steve Little, and you can find him at zerolimitsventures.com. That is zerolimitsventures.com. Steve Little is an acclaimed serial entrepreneur. He's an investor. He's a philanthropist uh, and mergers and acquisitions expert, so M&A guy. Uh, he's well known for generating accelerated value growth, extraordinary high acquisition value multiples for his clients. Now let's go back in time a little bit. Age 15 years old, he sold his first company. Did you hear that? At age 15, he sold his first company. What were you doing at age 15? I was getting into trouble. But he sold it for nearly $250,000 at age 15. Never looked back. He's led six successful startups of his own to private acquisitions of over $120 million each and provided explosive growth, lucrative $100 million acquisitions for dozens more. Uh, first with top tier Silicon Valley venture firms in the past several years as founder, managing director, Zero Limits Ventures. And then the personal side. <clears throat> Steve is also a four-time champion bodybuilder. I didn't know that because he's so <laughs> humble uh, and power lifter. He's an accomplished musician, didn't know that either, and a dedicated and loving father to two amazing and very talented daughters. Steve Little, welcome to the show, brother. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Hey, I, there's no gaps in that intro. How you doing, Joseph? It's nice to be here. Awesome, man. Well, welcome to the show. Go ahead and share something personal about you, Steve, that very few people in your business life actually know. Yeah. Uh, it's actually something I'm dealing with in real time. So it's a good question for me. Mm. Um, a lot of people uh, hear my, or read my bio, or hear about my background. And, and what they envision is this sort of, you know, bombastic financial executive, right? Which is completely not who I am. And I can't tell you the number of times I'm, I'll be talking with a client or, or visiting with people, you know, more socially at an event or something. Uh, and, you know, they turn to me and they go, you know, you are, you are absolutely not who your bio says you are. <laughs> I mean, you are so much more interesting than that bio. So, so that's a, it's a, uh, a blessing to me to hear that, mm. but it's also something I struggle with because there aren't many people in my line of work that actually use deep spiritual practice to actually help advance the mission that we're on and mm. to really, um, be, 
you know, inspire others to really connect with, with uh, abundant success and love as a vehicle for accomplishing what they want. And so, you know, when I have this mantra, you know, I expand in abundant success and love uh, every day as I inspire others to do the same, right? And it's really the as I inspire others to do the same, which is the important part. And, you know, when people get to know you, which they inevitably will do in the M&A world, uh, you spend about a year together, so they're going to get to know you. You know, it's it's really rewarding to see them shift sort of their um, their connection, so to speak, with the universe or with, with others and with God or whatever your context is uh, by virtue of your uh, not, you know, I don't teach or preach. I just be. And, you know, and they sort of like that, right? Does that make sense? That makes total sense. And I love it, right? Because here's where I've been taking the conversation with this show, your first 100K. I've been taking it here lately is that, listen, you can't leave your faith, your beliefs out of your business. When no, you no. do, I mean, when you do, you show up inauthentically, you're split down the middle and people know there's just something off about you. They can't place yeah. a finger on it, but something's off. So yeah, you got to bring your spiritual into it. You do. You do. I mean, we have to be real. And, and the, the simple fact of the matter is, um, you know, again, your, your, whatever your faith, whether it's a religious, um, faith like Christianity or, uh, uh, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. um, or, uh, or more, a more metaphysical view, which is not non-spiritual in my mind. Um, you, you need to recognize it's, those are the tools that will allow you to overcome the negative programming that we all have. I mean, this programming is bred into you. You know, again, whether it's a biblical context, you're born a sinner, or whether it's a metaphysical context where something happened by the time you were five years old that, you know, made you believe something that isn't so, but then you live into that belief as if it is so, mm. like I'm not worthy or I'm not lovable or, you know, all of those kinds of things that, you know, they're the things that sabotage you. It's not you know, it's not your salesmanship. It's not your marketing plan. It's not your, you know, it's not even the capital resources you have for your company. The thing that sabotages you in business in particular is your own limiting beliefs, your own inner speak, your own, how you see the world through those eyes that are generally fogged until you really focus on clearing that out. And that requires a spiritual practice of some sort. I really like that you started us out with that, Stephen. And let's get into your entrepreneurial story because I know our audience wants to go there. Okay. And even though you're speaking truth and deep, let's be honest, lots of people don't want to hear it. They're like, how much money did you make? What are the 10 tips? What are the four strategies? How do I make money? Right? Because yeah. we're caught up in all that. But we're going to come back around and we're really going to look back at your year one right. and that mental game of entrepreneurship. Like you said, like what was going on in your head that was holding you back in different areas, right? So we're going to get into that. But before we do, uh, audience loves context. How much um, growth, gross revenue uh, did your business do in the past 12 months, approximately? My current business? Correct. Yeah. Um, 20 million, 25 million. Got it. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Listen, that's a success. That's huge. That's wonderful, right? 
So 20 million in the past 12 months. How much are you on track uh, for? What are you tracking for the next 12? Maybe 50. Awesome. Double the growth. That's fantastic. Well, you know, it's the nature of the beast. Yeah. (laughs) No, I get it. I get it. All right. So let's go back in time. I want you to think of year one of this business. Yes. Year one of this business. And I know that's going back. How, how many years you've been doing this now? Under this, under this flag, 10 years, 10 years. Okay. So I want you to go back to year one Mm -hmm. and just journey with us there. And, uh, how long did it take you to get to your first 100 K? in the business was it the first year the second year third year what was it uh, well it, my case is a little bit skewed because a single transaction will bring me several hundred k so it's a little different but but it's every every bit of the year right i mean i didn't produce anything at all for let's say 15 months mm. uh, because that's the nature of my business i mean you start mm-hmm. with the process like we do and you go through the whole MA process and creating demand and yada 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 it's a long sales cycle. It's a long cycle. So, yeah. um, you know, but the but the proceeds from the first year were about seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So, yeah, it's painful to not have the income, but you know, yeah, you catch up in the end. Got that. So, startup nation. Just to clarify what Steve is saying, in case you missed that, you probably didn't, but just in case, right? Mm-hmm is year one, he's putting in all the sweat equity for this long sales cycle to convert. It took 15 months to finally get the payout. But when you look back on the 12 months, he made $750,000 for that year one. Is that about right, Steve? That's right. Exactly right. Okay, got it. Well, that makes total sense. But man, that's a long time to go without cash, 15 months. (laughs) Well, it is. But you know, I, again, I, it's a little bit, I, I, I'm not really fair in that because I, I had a lot of cash. So it wasn't like I got it. Okay. <laughs> you had a, you had a big nest in the, with eggs yeah. in it. We got it. Yeah. So it's All not right. a fair comparison. You know, I, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm clear. Okay. So here's why I invited Steve onto the show, Startup Nation. I met him at a uh, podcasting conference a while back and Steve, um, I remember specifically, he had this uh, quiet confidence about him. I think that's how I would describe you, Steve. Uh, A quiet confidence, a presence in the room. One, you're a bodybuilder, so you have the the bigger stature as well. But you just were very confident, very quiet, and humble. And I remember that, and just soft-spoken, uh, you weren't this loud, obnoxious ego guy, even though you're built like, you know, bigger than everyone in the room and you didn't have to. And I really, I saw that and I was like, something's different about this gentleman. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to speak with you just for a minute here and there, I saw that humility just show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I heard someone else, oh, do, have you heard what that guy's done and accomplished? And I was like, no, I haven't. Cause he didn't need to brag about it. Right. And that's the whole idea. Um, and then they said, Oh yeah, he's super successful, all this stuff. And I was like, Oh, that's awesome. And, and that just made you more attractive as a human being that yeah. you didn't feel the need to say all your accomplishments. You let others speak for you. And I just wanted to give that little lesson out there, startup nation. Um, and I get it. Maybe you haven't accomplished the things yet that Steve has done and, or that you want to do and you're still struggling in that. But know this, like, try your best not to be braggadocious. Try your best not to build the hype. And I know that's what society teaches right now is like, hype yourself up for credibility, you know, bend the truth, lie a little bit, do whatever you need to, to get those. Make it, you make it. 
right? Yeah, fake it till you make it and all that crap. And it, I don't know. You know, it's I used to. Real. Don't yeah. do it. It's, it's not, not real. And here's what I found, Steve, is that, yeah, when I did that in the past, it worked on a few people, but they weren't actually the people I wanted to work with. Well, that's really the key right there, Joseph. I mean, you just hit the ball out of the park with that one. You know, it's really critically important that, that everybody recognize, that your listeners recognize that you, again, no matter what context you, you view this from, you are going to attract the right people if you're being the right person. If you're being somebody else, you're not going to attract the people you really need to work with. You're going to end up with lower quality clients. You're going to end up with people who waste your time, waste your money, waste your energy, negative people. They're going to drag you down and you're going to feel like, wow, this is hard. This is hard work. This is not fun. This is, you know, a misery. And if you ever have that feeling, you need to take a real close look at what's going on in here. Not out there. That person's not making you miserable. You may, you were the one responsible for creating the relationship with that person. You got to look in here and say, now, what is it that made me decide that I was going to do this with that person? Because that was a bad decision on my part. What motivated that decision? Mm, so you I, have I really to be authentic. That. You have to be authentic if you're going to have success. You have there, to be. Got that. So Startup Nation, just let's recap that real quick. Here's what I heard Steve just say to me and to you right here, right now, is that if you're filling up your, uh, your business profiles with all this hype and you're uh, doing your two-minute pitch with hype, 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 and just bending the truth and being inauthentic, you're going to attract people that are also full of hype, right? And then they're going to disappoint you or they're going to screw you over one or the other, right? And yeah. then you're going to make them wrong about it. But as Steve's saying, it's really take responsibility. You attracted those people into your life because that's how you're showing up in life. Right. Inauthentically. Right. So if you want to attract those authentic people that really want to help you and assist you and they're showing up that way in their life, then be authentic with them. Even if it, you think it's embarrassing, if you're struggling and you haven't made your first 100,000 yet, let people know, don't be like doing it all over the place. But when you find someone who's authentic and humble, like Steve, like be real with them and be like, listen, I don't have it figured out. Like I need help. Uh, yeah, you you'll know? get it. That's, the, that's tremendously good advice. You know, I remember many, many years ago when I was young, uh, I had asked a mentor, you know, I mean, how do I, how do I, uh, how do I do this? You know, he said, well, I've never done what you're trying to do. So I don't really know, but I do know this. If you'll go find the person who's the most successful at doing what you want to do and ask them how to do it, they're going to tell you, you know, they're not going to charge you money for it. They're not going to make you feel stupid. They're not going to make you feel bad. They will have been down the road and they're going to say, Oh, wait, here, you, here's what you need to do. And oh, watch out for this. This might get you. And watch out for that over there. That could get you too. But if you get past those two, then you're good to go. You know, and that's been my experience. So being authentic, being real, being of integrity, it's the way you show up. Look, business is no different than any other part of life. It's people talking to people. Mm -hmm. You know, we all read books like Influence and the marketing things and the online marketing whiz bang formulas and the video sales letter methodologies and stuff. And there's some useful um, concepts or principles in, in most of those things that are successful. 
But the underlying premise is that you be you, right? Just because that then you're going to be bringing the people who want to work with you, mm. not the facade of you, you. Right? So, That's really makes a world of difference. You know? it, it makes a huge world of difference. And I'm going to put myself under the bus here and say that I showed up for years, Startup Nation, being inauthentic and hype and puffing my chest out and look at me. I know so much about so little, but like <laughs> I, I just kept like showing up like powerfully and looking at my confidence. But it was really just masking this this insecurity that was going on on the inside that, oh, shoot, I'm broke, right? I'm, I'm broke uh, financially. I'm broke spiritually. I'm broke emotionally. And I don't want anybody to see me. And right. I really hope they don't find me out because then they'll see I'm a fraud. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's so true. Yeah. So I had to put, a, I didn't have to, I, I decided I'm a, I need to put on this mask so people can't see who I really am. Not realizing that if I just sat with who I am or where I am and then shared that with people authentically, not in a like poor me, poor me no. way, but in a, hey, I need help. I truly get where I'm at. Here's where I want to go. You've been down that road. How do I do it? Yeah. And that, like get, people generally want to help, right? Well, so you, here's the thing. If you get clear about all of that and you, you, uh, implement a discipline of some sort you you were telling telling me earlier you you spend an hour in prayer and meditation i spend about an hour in meditation as well every morning and what i'm really doing is listening for guidance right mm. and and it comes to me in the form of inspiration and i've learned over the years i act on inspiration right mm. so i mean it can be silly things it can be deep things but you know you should go to the mall today like well that seems like a weird thing to be inspired to do but it turns out that if I do go to the mall, then I go get a coffee and I'm sitting next to a guy who knows somebody I need to know or, you know, something like that. So, you know, it's not magic. It's just really being connected with what's here, right? And so by doing that, the right people show up, the right opportunities show up, the right partners show up, the money shows up, the things that you need show up, right? That's the promise and that's exactly what happens. But you have to be clear. And you have to be in integrity and you have to be honest. You have to be authentic, right? If you'll do that, then things start to happen. And anytime they're not happening, I used to work with a fellow by the name of Joe Vitale, a tremendous uh, uh, fella. Uh, he told me one day, he goes, look, you know, if you want to know what you believe, look at your experience. If you're not having, getting the money you want, it must be because you believe you don't deserve it. Mm. If you don't have the relationships you want, it must be because you don't think you're lovable. If you don't have the health you want, it must be because you don't think you can do it. Right. Or those, you see what I'm saying? Okay. Otherwise, if you believed you could, you would, because it's not really that way. You believe it and it, it comes to you. So those are really important concepts and you're exactly right uh, to, to really lead uh, your, your listeners in that direction. That's pretty exciting. It is pretty exciting. All right, let's get into your story. All right. Going back year one, I really like to talk about the mental game of entrepreneurship, Steve, because I think it's a neglected topic. And like you said, the whole struggle is all in your head. It's all in your head. It's all in your bleeping head, right? You, we create our own suffering. 
And then we create suffering for others. That's just what happens. All right. So take us back to year one in this business. Um, you're going through that long sales cycle, 15 months waiting for that first uh, deal to convert, et cetera. Um, what was some of the ugliness going on yeah. in your head if you were being real and transparent right now? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so just a tiny bit of context first. So I've been sort of on a on a personal growth, spiritual growth journey for a long time and uh, have been in and out of retirement several times with the, the, the blessings that I've received in my life and so forth. And so this whole business came up almost by accident. I had settled myself into uh, doing one hour phone consults literally from my porch, you know, and I figured, well, I can do, you know, thousand dollars an hour. I can do 10 of these a week. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'll do that. Right. <laughs> right? So, and, uh, you know, I was having fun. And as I said, the right people were showing up and we we're doing good things. And then one thing led to another and more and more business owners were reaching that point where they wanted to look at selling or transitioning their business. A lot of boomers are ready to sell. And uh, so that one thing led to another there. And eventually I found myself back in the M&A business and I hung the, uh, you know, the uh, securities uh, 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 registration and started doing it again. Mm -hmm. um, but I honestly wasn't really sure I wanted to do it. Mm. I mean, it was like I just sort of wandered into it because it's what I knew how to do. I didn't really have a vision for what it was going to be. In fact, I'll be honest, I went three, maybe four years with no vision at all. You know, we just kept doing business, making money, doing more business, making more money, a small team, didn't want to scale, wasn't trying to, you know, wasn't trying to do anything. I was just, you know, trying to help people get their businesses positioned properly in the market, right? Mm, kind of just going through the motions. I was just going through the motions, though. And, uh, but I had a niggling, you know, in the back of my head every morning in meditation, like, what are you, what are you up to? I mean, how is this serving your greatest purpose? How is this taking you where you say you want to go? Mm. And I kept ignoring that. Right. Mm. And so the, the struggles I'd have would be struggles of, of, you know, delay, frustration, sort of compounded financial, um, mishaps, you know, now, fortunately, I've, I've been blessed with a fair amount of resource there. So I wasn't losing my house or anything. But, you know, and you, it can be a significant setback if you're, you know, in, in this particular business. So, so I wasn't really doing much. It was sort of idling, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 700 to a million dollars a year, you know, maybe 1.2, maybe 800 like that, you know, and um, then, you know, I, I really kept getting this sound, this conversation, and, and I kept seeing I was bumping into uh, upper limits where, you know, mm. I would gain here and I'd fall there, like mm. I'd get a big win and mm -hmm. then I'd have a bad argument with, with my spouse or, you know, or I'd, you know, really do great on my relationship and then my health would fail. And, mm. you know, so I started noticing that there was this sort of pattern and began to recognize it as um, upper limits. There's a, there's a 
principle here that says that somewhere inside of me, there was a, a belief uh, or an interpretation that said, I, I can't be that happy. I can't have all of it. I can't have the money and the relationship and the health, you know, and the island and, the, you know, whatever, right? So there was a cap or a glass ceiling of sorts, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I refer to it as an upper limit. And that yeah. upper limit is supported by subconscious beliefs. So that it's the mm. racket that goes on in your head. You don't really even hear it. It's not the negative self-talk. That's more obvious to people, even me, right? But this is stuff that, you know, why would that happen? I mean, why would I have this great success here and then all of a sudden, you know, my relationship is completely crumbling? Why would that happen? Mm. I mean, mm. seriously. So I that was my big struggle. And um, once I connected um, the, the existence of this thing I'm referring to as an upper limit, um, I'm, this is not original, by the way, this is from uh, a book called The Big Leap. Sure. Um, you know, with what was happening in my beliefs, I began to understand what I must believe in order to have that experience. Mm. So change the belief, change the experience. So is this like tricking your mind or is this no, something not else? At all. No, I think it's, it's really reaching an authentic place uh, that's aligned with your purpose. So it's funny that all of this is coming out of that one uh, new media summit, because what you don't know about that story is that that morning I'd listened to a day of all those other people giving their little talks and, you know, trust me, some of those things were just horrific stories. Dark. Dark oh my stuff. God. You know, and of course I kept hearing that, oh, I had this happen, you know, I was abused or whatever. And now I'm here to help people from being abused. It's like, but you're still trapped in the abuse. How are you going to help somebody else? But okay, not for me to say. Right? That's exactly what was showing up for me. I'm like, yeah. you're like weeping because you're still <laughs> grieving. You yeah. haven't healed, but you're going to teach other people how to yeah. heal. Right. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, you're still a fat guy. Why am I going to take a weight loss program from you? I realize you don't want to be a fat guy. But <laughs> desire is not enough, is it? You need some, some action behind it. All right. So wrap, wrap that up for us. Anyway. So when I got, what, what I realized was that I don't have that story. Mm. I mean, my first business was a success. Mm -hmm. And then every other business I've ever done has been a success. I've had mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't have the, I was abused and beaten and, and I was miserable and lost my stuff. And I don't have any of that. Got it. So I was like, gosh, what am I going to say? <laughs> right? Well, the answer came to me as you might expect in, in prayer mm -hmm. where I, you know, I really went into a deep meditation that night and said, really, I, I want to know what I can communicate to these people that will inspire them, that will help them understand that there's, there's something much bigger going on around them and that that's where they need to look, mm. right? So it's great to want to serve other people. That's a wonderful thing, mm -hmm. but it's in service of something much bigger. So I looked at the world as sort of something that needed, you know, a universal energy shift. We want everybody to go up a level in, in energetic vibration, if you will. And I said, you know, when I was five years old, my dad, I asked my dad, I heard someone refer to something called a philanthropist. I said, well, what is that? And my dad told me. I said, wow, that's pretty cool. You mean you can just like 
give anybody that needs anything, anything they need anytime. That's a pretty neat thing to do. And he said, well, yeah, I mean, roughly, but yes, that's the basic principle. I said, I want to do that. So interesting that night that that memory came up. Mm. What came up with it is I looked in my, uh, my records and I realized that, wow, I already give a lot. I support the Pachamama Alliance. I support the Oceans Unite. I support the sharks. I support, you know, I was running down the list and I thought, wow, I'm already a philanthropist. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is really push my energy there. And this, by the way, turned my entire business and it turned that day at that conference where I stood up and added, I just added one little paragraph or one little sentence to the end of my little presentation. And I talked about those causes and that that's really where I was going. And, um, just last weekend, I was at a conference where I've set a new goal in line with that. It's a hundred billion dollar philanthropic fund. Wow. Right. So that's a big number, but it's like, you know, why not? Why not put it up there? Right. So Love it, it. Was a, it was a difficult negative experience in the beginning. I, you know, I, learned how to get this under control and reined in properly and the get it aligned. That mind. Yes. Know, get it so it was really clear and serving a big purpose. Then the purpose got even bigger. I love it, Steve. Thanks for sharing that. You know, Startup Nation, something that's really helped me that I'm, I'm really pulling from what Steve's saying right here is that my mind, my thoughts, your mind, your thoughts are not you. So many times we buy that lie that, oh, I'm thinking this, I'm thinking that. Why am I thinking that? I, I, I. And we somehow now beat ourselves up because, oh, I must be a terrible person. Why am I thinking these terrible thoughts, right? And you really want to step back and create that distinction that these are just thoughts. They are not connected to you. You get to choose if you, which ones you give energy to, the positive ones or the negative ones. They're not biased. Whichever yeah. one you pull, that's what's going to show up in your life more of. And your brain goes, oh, you want more bad things in your life? Okay, I'll go get you more bad. You want more yeah. good? I'll go get you more good. So I just want to kind of recap that. But let me do a quick recap because we're running out of time here. Sorry, man. I don't apologize. You showed <laughs> up, bro. This is powerful conversation, man. I love this, this show, this episode, because that's we're great. talking about the things that really matter. I think right? and start, yeah. And startup nation, like you got to go inward into your heart and have that conversation. And I know some of you are scared. You're scared to go into that ugly dark area to face some of that stuff that Steve spoke about when he saw people up at the mic, you know, they were facing their, their mess a little bit, but they hadn't healed yet because they didn't take the time with self and with their God to get healing. And, and now they're sharing it with the world and they're kind of like emotionally vomiting on people. That doesn't work either, right? So you, listen, and even if you think you're not doing it, if, until you go on the inside and get clear with God and you're clear with yourself and really get that real connection, like you're showing up with all that trauma in your life and you are vomiting on people. You just don't know it. Right? Can I interject something real quick? Would you sure. Know? Let's do it in 30 seconds. Could you do That's that? Fine. Yeah, awesome. fine. yeah, go ahead. No, oh, no, I mean, do no, it no. in 30 I, seconds. I got it. So um, one of the things that I'd point out there though, is that um, you really want to be focused on, you know, a calling that's bigger than you. Yes. Right. I mean, don't put yourself in a position where you're saying to yourself, well, when I've accomplished this, 
then I can do that. Mm -hmm. No, no, go do that. The accomplishing this will happen along the way. You don't have to worry about that part. It's when we put this false barrier between us and what we're here to accomplish that things go haywire and they will keep us from ever accomplishing that thing if we yes. let it. So yes. That's, I just wanted to add that in. No, that's powerful ad addition. So Startup Nation, focus on a, a calling that's bigger than you. And, and your first question, I know what you're pushing back with right now is, well, how do I do it, Joseph? How do I, do, who cares? The how will show up when you choose the bigger purpose. True. So true. True, true and so true. true. Right. Okay. And that's the beauty of life is that when you just choose the very thing that you're scared of choosing, because it's so big, it's so grandiose and it lights up your heart and you just yeah. say, I'm doing that. Yeah. And then start telling others, I'm doing that. And they're like, well, how are you going to do that? I have no idea, but I'm doing <laughs> that. And you start sharing that with people. All of a sudden people start to attract into your life that go, Oh, I can help you with that. Right. Exactly. Like, and what? Yeah. Awesome. All right, right, so here's Steve's uh, top three. Um, and I know we went around about to pull this out, but I'm a master at pulling out the, yes, the sauce here. So Steve shares his top three things for making your first 100K or next. And that is number one, be authentic and of integrity. Stop faking it until you make it. Show up exactly where you are. Be honest with people. And then number two, he says, find the number one person in what you want to do the person who is number one is successful in the very thing you want to do and then go ask them for help authentically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Boom. And then number three, focus on a calling that is bigger than you. Startup nation. You do those three things. Watch what happens to you in 2019. Your life will be unrecognizable. I promise you that Steve, let's do a, um, uh, welcome to the hustle round. This is my favorite right. part of the show, bro. Oh, Here we go. Ten. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Come on. You got a little hustle in you. 10 quick fire questions. You'll have three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready, sir? I'll try. Steve, what's your favorite sound? <laughs> uh, guitar. Guitar. Steve, what's your least favorite sound? Uh, a horn. Like an auto horn. Car horn. Got it. Yeah. All right, being transparent again, what are you most afraid of? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Be real. Uh, Don't sugarcoat yeah. it. Um, I'm thinking, I guess, uh, uh, lack of fellowship, I guess. Lack of fellowship. Yeah, I get that. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Uh, just pushing on all the wrong rods. I mean, trying to, trying to make things happen that weren't set up to happen. Thought of nation. Is that you right now? Are you pushing on all the wrong rods and then making it wrong that they're not moving things? Yeah. Steve, what secret fear do you have about people? Oh, uh, um, I guess that, uh, I can't provide a sufficient inspiration mm. for some, or I mean, for them, for specific people, I guess. But Got it. Is that another cap you put there? Yeah, I think it might be. It might be. It might be. It might be. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? I think I'd, I wish I'd learned everything we just talked about. I wish I'd learned, you know, to, to work on me and not work on that, you know, and, if I, I just wish I'd learned to be more connected. 
earlier. Love that. Startup Nation. We're speaking with Steve Lido with ZeroLimitsVentures.com. And he's did, he just did 20 million last year. You want to do 20 million and catch up with him and surpass him? <laughs> then listen to the show a few times. Like he's telling you, I wish I had this information back then. Steve, what's a new habit you want to form? Hmm. Um, uh, I think I'd like to uh, have more uh, interactive time with the causes that I'm interested in. Got so that. On a habitual basis. I mean, make it a daily kind of, or a weekly at least kind of engagement. Yeah, got it. Consistently. What's a bad habit you want to break? <laughs> uh, staying up too late. <laughs> <laughs> got that. Pick three words to describe who you are right now. Uh, uh, Shaman, uh, leader, and guide. Got it. Pick pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business. <laughs> Lost, uh, uh, courageous, and smart. Got that. Courageous and smart will do you no good, Startup Nation, if you're lost. Do you get that? That's hilarious. And Steve, last question. If you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends, look your two daughters in the eye and give them only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? Uh, focus on bringing joy to others. Focus on bringing joy to others, Startup Nation. You've heard it from Steve Little. You can find him at ZeroLimitsVentures.com. Steve, how does Startup Nation reach out to you? you? I think you have something you wanted to offer. Yeah, if they go to that website and then add a forward slash access, there's a free report up there. There's a video training up there, which is useful for people to learn about developing exit strategies and how to, how to boost the value of their business. Then there's an opportunity to schedule some time with me on the phone where we can talk about your business and how you're going about it. Love it. Startup Nation, go check out zerolimitsventures.com forward slash access, forward slash access, and go get some of those free gifts from Steve Little, my <laughs> guest today who showed up like a rock star. That's he is. All right, Steve, thanks for uh, being here today with Startup Nation. Any parting wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100K or next 100K? Well, I think we've said it, but I just emphasize maybe they just keep listening to you. I mean, you know, try to get clear, you know, get clear of the stuff that'll sabotage you. It's the, it's the subconscious beliefs that you don't even know, don't even see that are the ones that are going to get you. And the only way you can find them is to look at your experience. So if there's something going on in your life that you don't like, it's there because there's a belief about it. Uh, or if you can't get something you do like, it's, it's not available to you because there's a belief about it. Get the belief out of the way and you'll move on through. Love it. So Startup Nation, you may not know this, but I just started a spiritual coaching business. Nice. And I've already brought on my first uh, five clients in the first 30 days and it's working and it's awesome. If you're interested in me guiding you in any way, shape or form in this spiritual space and getting real connection with your God, your higher power, your maker and real connection with others and real connection with yourself and something's missing there, I can help you with that. Go to josephwarren.net 
That's josephwarren.net. And go ahead and uh, book a free spiritual clarity call with me. I'll give you some of my time at no charge. And we'll explore what it looks like to be in a coaching relationship with me. Steve Little, thank you for being on the show. Mr. Rockstar, have a blessed day. I wish you God's peace, God's love, and God's joy on your life, my friend. Thank you. Same to you, my friend. Take care. Cheers. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.